0: Hey, how you doing? I'm Steve Folland. Welcome to another one. This episode of the Being Freelance podcast is brought to you by the Being Freelance community. Because I'd love you to come and hang out with others who get what it's like being freelance. To be inspired, to be supported, to be cheered up and feel part of something. Because you're not alone being freelance. Come and join us. Go to beingfreelance.com and click community. But right now, let's find out what it's like being freelance. The lettering artist,
1: Jackson Alves. The way I try to get my clients is creating new projects, like personal projects, and uh, keep my Behance updated. Publish something on Instagram, like maybe make the people want to hide me, stuff like that. So help me to uh, to bring clients. I try not to say no to a because I, I will never know... <laughs> when commission will appear again, so... I think the dream of all the freelancers is I'd like to have passive income, like a magical stuff, like I create something and start to make money without need to work, but we we know that (laughs) doesn't work like that. Yeah, we're off to Brazil this time around. That's two Brazilians in
0: one season of the podcast. Victoria, right from the beginning, if you've not heard that, go back. Listen, she is from Brazil, but based in Spain. But Jackson is still very much based there. He is a really well-renowned lettering artist these days. How did he get that way? We will find out. Um, now, I want to tell you, next week's episode will be episode 300, episode 300. And it hasn't been recorded yet. In fact, it'll only be recorded less than 48 hours, madness, before it goes out. And that's because we're doing it live in the Being Freelance community. If you've not heard, we have moved away from Facebook... It is so much nicer where we are now. Please do come and join us. My guest is going to be graphic designer Liz Mosley. You will get to hear our conversation, but also have an opportunity to pose some questions to Liz yourself and perhaps have a guess as to whether you think her truth is a lie and her lie is a truth. So, yes, if you'd like to be part of that Please come join us in the community. Uh, go to beingfreelance.com, click community. Otherwise, you will get to hear it next Sunday. All right, let's crack on with this one, though, shall we? And head off to Brazil and speak to freelance lettering artist Jackson Alves. Oi, Jackson.
1: Oi. <laughs> How are you doing, Steve? I am good. Whereabouts in Brazil are you? Yeah, I'm south of Brazil. Uh, the name of my city is Curitiba. It's a uh, state... Close to state of Sao Paulo.
0: Nice. Well, thanks yeah. so much for doing this. As ever, how about we get started hearing how you got started being freelance?
1: Okay. Uh, actually, I can say this is the fourth time I'm a freelancer because uh, when I was uh, 19, I started my, my first freelance <laughs> uh, journey. After some time, I come back to a job. And uh, when I was 26, I Quit my job again to to be a freelancer again. And that time I started my my design company. And uh, four years later, uh, when I was 30, I quit my own company to to come back to be a freelancer again. Uh, After some time, back to a job, normal, regular, graphic designer job. And uh, when I was 35, I quit my last job, this time my last job. Now it's more than 10 years I worked uh, uh, as a freelancer. So yeah. this is the, the long, long time I'm a freelancer. But you can see like for, uh, with this story, like uh, it's always hard for me being uh, as a regular employee in the company for a long time. I, I, I need to, to quit and uh, do my <laughs> own thing. <laughs> That's
0: cool. When you said you had your own design company, like did you hire other people?
1: yeah actually yeah yeah because uh that time I was just finishing my my uh, graphic design college i was in that time i I didn't work as a graphic designer i work um as how can I say that um it's uh, like a uh, people to finish the the files i don't know the name is in english but mm-hmm. I work in a printer company, so I used to print something and also finish the the files came from the clients and uh so i I uh I wanna to start to work as a graphic designer. So I, I, I quit that job and uh started doing freelance, but I have the the the, the great idea of uh invite my friend to work with me as uh, my my partner but I already had some clients that time but my friend my friend didn't have any clients at that time, so it's not a good idea because I uh start actually split my my income as a freelancer with my friend and uh, don't split the clients because my friend didn't have a client at that time <laughs> but after yeah after some time i invite another people to be a partner also but this time she came with some friend, uh, some clients and uh, yeah so we started the regular company and after i don't know maybe one year i started hiring like a junior designer I just had like two uh, junior designers. At the same time, I got married and uh, I, I didn't make enough money for, for my life. So in the same time, another friend of mine, a friend from the, the college, the Graphic Design College, he also tried to run uh, his own company, but he was uh, not able to, uh, to make success. And uh, he started working as an employee in another companies. And I saw uh, he had a salary like four or five times bigger than me as an owner for, uh, of a design company. So, so that time I think, okay, I, I like have my company, but the money is not enough. It's better to back to, to be an employee and have a regular salary because I can make more money then I can make it uh, right now that time. So th- that's the reason I need to quit my my own company. Uh, so uh, when I quit my own company, I started doing freelance for some design companies here in my city. And uh, mm-hmm. I think after like, uh, I don't know, some months, couple of months, uh, a company uh, decided to hire me and uh, that's why I was looking for that time.
0: And then what was different 10 years ago when you went freelance for... Well, at the moment is the final time
1: <laughs> yeah uh, the difference is because that uh, that time like I, I told you now uh, it's uh, was local clients that, uh, uh, like I can get this client because someone suggests my work uh, but every uh, everyone from here in my city but uh, the last time uh, and the work can do uh, until nowadays it's when I start doing uh, my work as a calligraphy letter artist, and uh, I start getting clients from the, so- uh, the social media, like from Instagram, from Behance, uh, because people start to see I doing this calligraphy work, this lettering work, and uh, so I start getting this client because people see my work in social media and say, okay, I'd, I'd like to have a logo made with a custom calligraphy, custom learning mm-hmm. like Jackson is doing, for example, Instagram, I don't know. And, uh, so my clients that time came from other countries. Uh, I, I, I think I worked like two years doing freelance for people to, from another countries and to start getting clients from Brazil. And, uh, from these last 10 years, I, I, I'm be freelance. I think I just met in person, like maybe three clients all other clients just came from me from social media and I just talked by internet not in person
0: that's amazing so had you started sharing your experiments with calligraphy while you were still working for a company last time
1: yeah uh, it's a good question because that time I was like, around 10 years working as a regular graphic designer, like, doing the regular graphic design stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, uh, I try to change the, the comp- from company to company and, uh, like, uh, when I enter in a company, I, I say, okay, this company is great because this, but it's not great because another thing. And uh, I think, like, after 10 years work like that, I realized that doesn 't help change the company because some problems uh, <laughs> keeping keep coming, and I was looking for something that time, like, okay, how can I increase my career? How can I create something new? How can I create something different it's funny because that same friend I told you that tried to run uh, his own company and uh, uh, didn 't succeed and uh, started to work as a employed a couple of years ago that That same friend is starting doing lettering that time. Uh, He was teaching a workshop about lettering uh, here in my city. I saw that and uh, I I actually didn't know exactly what is lettering that time. And uh, I thought, okay, uh, maybe it's good to take that workshop. And uh, maybe I can uh, learn something different and uh, maybe it can be better for my career. And uh, I took this workshop about lettering that time. Uh, the year was 2010. And, uh, whoa, well, that workshop was so uh, amazing because I start seeing like this possible uh, job to work uh, creating letterface, creating lettering, creating uh, maybe fonts, I don't know. And I, I remember I created a poster in the workshop doing, create some lettering. And I post that, uh, that picture on my... That time it was uh, Flickr. Do you know Flickr? Oh, yeah. Yes. That time I, I had a portfolio in Flickr. And uh, I remember uh, my Flickr was like, you have just a couple of followers and just a couple of likes on everything I post. And when I post that picture with this lettering I create in the workshop, uh, like I had a, a lot of likes, a lot of sharing. And uh, uh, I remember a, a guy from Australia sent uh, sent me mail and, and, and asking me to uh, interview like, oh, I saw your work. Maybe you can give me an interview about how is being a, a graphic designer in Brazil. And uh, I saw, it was so insane, so crazy because I did never have... Any invite for interviews or i don't know uh, even for a job from another country, and when I saw that, I think man, this is something big so i i i need to st- i i need to keep in doing that and I need to start to learn more about this uh, letter form word because maybe I can uh, something uh, something big can of uh, that, so I started studying a lot typography and then uh, I learned that the typography came from the calligraphy, and so I started uh, studying calligraphy and I was so excited about that and uh, every single uh, word I create with my calligraphy, I start to take a picture and publish on on instagram and After some time uh, when I start getting better with calligraphy, I start recording moving uh, movies uh, doing calligraphy and start to publish on the Instagram. And that time Instagram usually help, <laughs> usually help us as an person. And Instagram was not uh, now nowadays. It's, it's a terrible algorithm. And uh, <laughs> so my my video start to go like viral on the Instagram, and uh, a lot of people start follow me, and uh, my follow uh, following started increase a lot like crazy. And uh, after some months, I I got a couple thousand followers uh, after that like ten thousand and then fifteen thousand and uh, just increases like like that and uh, also I uh, start to send my works from uh, to like uh, graphic design and, uh, blogs websites and uh, I, I had my work featured in these websites a lot of and uh, I decided that time instead of send uh, f- f- to uh, for these uh, graphic design blogs. Uh, instead of sending the, the link to f- from my website, I send the link from my Behance because I thought at that time, okay, if I send the link from my website, people can enter my website, but never remember my my website again. So if I send the link from my Behance, people can see my Behance and can start following me on Behance. And uh, I think it's better uh, than have my website. So uh, it, it was a great season at that time. So this time my business started to, to to grow up a lot also mm-hmm. and uh, with my business and my Instagram account uh increasing uh, having a lot of followers I started to have a lot of um commission to to create calligraphy for people from other countries from United Kingdom from Australia from United States from Mexico and uh so yeah that that's the way it started came a lot of uh commission and uh f- after some time uh, i just thought uh, like okay now i have enough uh commission i can leave my <laughs> i can quit my my day job and uh, make my leave just with that so that's the the start that is so cool
0: i love it and that's really smart about you know getting people to follow you on behance as well but you were sending your work to design blogs as well and getting featured yeah. How has it changed over the past ten years? Like, are you still doing
1: all of those kind of things? Uh, not exactly, because um, I remember that time, like 2010, 2012, the typography in graphic design, the calligraphy in graphic design was uh, really trend, and uh, so this website, this blog, uh, used to have like a typography inspiration. Uh, how can I say, a post by week, like, okay, this is typography inspiration from uh, this week on our website and stuff like that. So that helped mm-hmm. a lot because I, I was creating typography. And after some time, because my following uh, increased a lot, I I didn't send anymore to blogs because uh, people used to already follow me. Uh, I, I, I started to have invite to to send my work to the blogs, to send my work to the books, It's not necessary to do that anymore because I already had a a big audience. So just need to keep my social media updated, like keeping publishing, keeping uh, publishing work on hands or uh, videos on Instagram. And uh, the the commissions, uh, uh, they keep coming with that. It's not necessary to send to graphic design blogs anymore. So most of your work was commissions. Yeah. Obviously you'd
0: been freelance before you'd run a company. So did you doing on the business side of things.
1: Uh, uh I can say yes, yes, because actually uh as as you said, as I said, uh I already doing freelance and other times mm. and also um after my graphic design uh college because I was a... Uh, 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 a great student on the Graphic Design College. So the, the, um, the university uh, gave me, uh, how can I say that, uh, the postgraduate course for free. Ah. Yeah, so my, my postgraduate uh, was about business, actually. I decided to, to do a postgraduate in business, uh, like uh, managing companies, uh, stuff like that. Uh, so my postgraduate helped me to run my own company yeah, that's the the reason it's uh, for me it's a little bit easier for do that
0: and how about how you make your money today do you have other income streams other than just commissions
1: so yeah my my main income is the commissions but i also have some income uh, from uh, teaching classes is it's about online courses i have I have online course, for example, uh, in English on Skillshare. So I have some income from there. I have uh, uh, online class in Portuguese, but for, uh, from my own platform. It's, it's actually not my own platform, but it's not like Skillshare. Because Skillshare yeah. uh, use the, the audience from Skillshare. But uh, I also have my own course and I need to sell like people to people, something like that. Uh, but of course I can charge so much more, uh, to my, my curse, but it's only in Portuguese. Uh, so I have this income from teaching classes also because of the pandemic, I, I stopped in doing the, uh, the in-person uh, classes, but, uh, I used to teach uh, a lot of, uh, in-person courses here in Brazil. Actually, I already, I already traveled to United States four times to teach a class Calligraphy class in the United States uh, also. like uh, wow. I teach a class in San Francisco two times, uh, New York, uh, New Orleans. So now, after the pandemic, uh, I think I, I need to come back to teach these in-person classes. So it's another income. And uh, I also try to sell my works as a product, like uh, selling prints on my online store, uh, sometimes t-shirts, sometimes typeface, fonts and also since 2021 I started selling NFTs my work as an NFT also so oh, this wow. is another form of income today when it came to creating a a font like
0: did you have to take like time out to spend you know like I guess people call it passive income as in you've created a product people can go and buy it but I'm just wondering how much work you put into it and how you Manage to take time out to do it if that makes sense,
1: yeah. Uh, actually, create a font it's uh, a hard work and mm. uh, usually take around at least one month of work to create just one typeface. It's a uh, really hard work to create a face. And uh, the first typeface I create was when, when I was in a job, yes. Uh, so I just use my vacation time <laughs> to create my first typeface. And publish on uh, a website called it uh, my font. But uh, another typeface I create, it's Like I, I need to save some time, so I try to. But this time, of course, I don't work like a whole the entire month. Uh, the entire month uh, just in this project. I try to do this like a side project. Okay, I do this commission work and I try to create another product. For example another uh, typeface so maybe this took some I don't know two or three months working as a, a side project to create this this font yeah so uh, uh, creating a typeface is a hard work
0: in order to make room for working on a side project do you have to say no to commissions
1: uh not exactly yeah I, I try I try not say no to commissions because I, I will never know <laughs> when commission <laughs> will appear again so uh, I just I just use the some free time I have, like maybe right. some time working on the weekends, uh, or I, you know, like uh, uh, maybe I work on a commission, and I create, for example, the skets, send f- uh, to the client, and uh, when I waiting for the answer to the client, I can work on my my side project, stuff like that.
0: And how about the way you work? Do you, do you work from home or?
1: Yes, I, I I I work from my home. I don't have like a fixed head, uh, time to work. I try to work l- like a regular job, like start in the morning, uh, stop to the lunch, and uh, work to the beginning of the evening. But actually, that uh, uh, never worked for me <laughs> that way because sometimes, because my my wife also stay in the in the house uh, all day long, and uh, so for example some days. I wake up, go to to have a, a coffee, uh, a breakfast. Start to talking with my wife. My and, uh, uh, some days I, I just uh, start to work after lunch. Some days I start to work just the really beginning at the, the morning. Some days I work to the go late in the evening. And uh, actually, I don't have. a uh, like a fixed time depends off the the work and doing depend on the time depend on my mood. <laughs> so yeah, I, I I prefer like that because uh, I I I have two daughters. The young daughter has ten years, and my mm-hmm. oldest daughter has uh, fourteen years. And uh, also, like sometimes I I take time to to just uh, uh, stay with her with, with my daughters like. Uh, for example, I don't know, maybe my daughter is doing some homework for school. And uh, if, if I see my, my daughter uh, needs help and uh, the work can, I create that time, it's not for the other day, for example, I can take some time, uh, go with my daughter and then I come back to work. So I prefer like that, don't have a fixed uh, time to work. Nice. So
0: it sounds like your work-life balance is really nice.
1: I try, I try, yeah.
0: <laughs> so you've mentioned Instagram and Behance, and you do YouTube as well, don't you?
1: Yeah, yeah, I have a YouTube channel. I think it's almost ninety thousand uh, followers I have in, in YouTube. Yeah, it's it's a great channel. You obviously putting
0: out things pretty regularly on Instagram. How often do you create stuff for YouTube?
1: From the last year, uh, like I almost never <laughs> published new videos uh, because I started my YouTube channel to help me to sell my online classes, online courses. And uh, so I think from to maybe 2019, I think, to 2021, I published a lot of videos and uh, 2021... I used to publish uh, do a uh, uh, live on my YouTube channel every single week from uh, to the whole year in the 2021. Uh yeah, uh, actually I I think it, uh, it was fun. I liked that. Enjoyed that. But in the same time, I don't like like this fixed <laughs> time like because I need to save that time every single uh, Thursday used to, to to have this live and uh, after some time i started getting tired of that do that because okay uh like, for example if uh, if uh, i want to do another thing on the thursday uh, i can't because i already have okay i need to do this live on my youtube channel and uh after after some time i i i i got i got tired about that so for to and also yeah also because 2021 I worked hard to create my, my, my latest online course in Portuguese. It's a huge course I have in Portuguese uh, with almost hundred and forty uh, classes I recorded by myself. Wow. And uh, so I invest a lot of time in this course in 2021 and uh, a lot of content from to my Instagram, from my YouTube and uh, to help me sell this this course. But when I told that time is that, for example, I like the I like my work doing like this, like the main income is from the commission and the second come come from the the classes. And uh, I don't I don't want to invert this. I don't want to be like first teacher and then a professional calligrapher, for example. Uh, yeah. so I I noticed that I was creating uh, almost just content to my online classes. So uh when the 20, uh, 20 uh, 2021 was finishing, I decided and uh, uh I promised to myself okay, and uh, 2022 I will work only for my commission clients because I need to to get more commission from the clients. And uh, I think it's, it's I I'm I'm cool with my online class for now. So 2022, I uh, I was focused for commission work and also with my career to sell my NFTs. So I I need to save some time and uh, I decide to don't publish uh, for YouTube from t- to 2022. And for this year, I didn't decide yet if I uh, will start, I uh, will come back to record to for my YouTube uh, one a week or maybe one video for a month. Uh, for now, I'm just, I just, I just relax and say, okay, I, 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 I need to come back to my YouTube channel. But for now, I, I, I didn't decide yet uh, how, um, how I take care for my, uh, to my, also, yeah, also because, uh, my YouTube channel is like, 99% is Portuguese content, and uh, I think I need to start producing English content for my YouTube channel. So uh, that's the reason uh, I'm 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 kind of uh, pro- pro- procrastination. <laughs> okay, I need to record <laughs> content in English, but of course, for me, it's harder to to create content in English. It's easier to create Portuguese, of course uh so yeah so that that that's the the, the man i i didn't say that so i will start to uh, create content in english and stuff like that so for now i just i just wonder <laughs> what, uh, what i need to uh, how i take care of my youtube channel for this year yeah interesting so
0: when you said you wanted to focus on getting more commissions yeah. And, and working on commissions rather than just teaching. Did you do anything to try and get more commissions? Like, were you sending things out or were, were you just waiting for them to come to you? Uh,
1: mostly just waiting uh mm. them to come to uh, uh The way I try to get my clients is. Creating new projects, like personal projects, uh, like a series of posters, or I don't know. Uh, yeah, like creating personal projects and uh, keep my Behance updated, publish something on, for example, Instagram, like maybe make the people want to hide me, stuff like that. So yeah. usually just, just work in my social media, usually uh, help me to uh, to bring clients. Amazing!
0: So it was simply changing the content that you were sharing from bringing people to your course to bringing people to hire you.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Because uh, to sell, for example, to sell courses, I need to publish content to teaching. Like, okay, how to create a letter A with this calligraphy pen, for example, and the people say, "Oh, it's it's great." And so that kind of people that wanna learn more about how I create that letter, maybe uh buying my, my cursors. But the clients that wanna to hire me is different clients. Like they wanna see me create something new, create something cool, create a new kind of letter, a new style of poster, uh mm. something like that. So it's it's different content I need to create to to bring more uh, bring uh, more clients for me. Really That's interesting. so yeah because some uh, like, uh, I like I have some, some friends also that sell curses and they like change their Instagram uh, with just ed- educational content. But this uh, this helps to, ha- to sell b- more curses. But on the other hand, this doesn't help to, to get more commission work. Because, for example, if you are an art director in a company, uh, usually... Uh, if I start to just publish about teaching class, teaching class, and uh, you you, <laughs> you don't want to learn how to do calligraphy, and uh, it's possible like uh, you just click and follow me because, okay, Jackson sucks. All the time talking about teaching class, I don't <laughs> don't care about that. So uh, I try to, to 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 take care about this and uh, don't publish just about teaching class. And uh, yeah, so in the last year, uh, I changed this. To to okay la- now I just we re- talking about uh, my personal projects my projects uh, uh projects I I I do like to create stuff like that so and uh, yeah also because the NFT world encouraged me to create more personal projects like more in the art artistic way you know like more abstract pieces and uh, s- another kind of work I. Usually didn't create uh, in the past, so I try to produce more this content, more visual, my more artistic content also. Okay, that was Jackson in a moment.
0: Over in the Being Freelance community this week we did a brand new live show called The Freelance Disco where a particular freelancer got to share the soundtrack to their freelance life. We chatted about their story but we also heard the tunes that remind them of it. And it worked so well. I was so chuffed. Got to do more of it. The first one worked. It was with Sophie Cross who is the editor of Freelancer magazine. And if you want to catch it for now, the only place to do it is at beingfreelance.com. Click community, head in there and watch the... It's really good fun and some really good tunes. What would you ask for, by the way, if you had to pick your soundtrack? Maybe you could be a future guest. Go to beingfreelance.com, click on community. It's one of the many new things that we're doing. We've got live Q&As. We've got the book club. We've got virtual co-working. Plus, as ever, a place where you can go to celebrate your wins, to ask questions, to look for support, to hire others, to celebrate the Non-Employee of the Week Awards, and much, much more besides. Please do come and join us. We're not on Facebook anymore. And I can tell you, it's a much nicer place to be. Who'd have thought? Come and find us. Go to beingfreelance.com. Click community. All right, let's get back to Jackson. Tell me about the NFT thing, though. And I won't pretend I understand NFTs. But you started a particular project in 2021. um, But it was like one of those huge concepts it was called three hundred sixty-five days
1: practicing, right? Actually, that first project, three hundred sixty-five days practice. I start to do that project uh, to encourage my students uh, that they need to try practice every single day because for it's, it's not only for calligraphy for everything in the life you need to to practice a lot. So I start to do that to encourage my students to say, like you know, uh, uh, watch me. Even me, as a calligraphy teacher, I need to practice every single day. So I start publish that every single day on my Instagram account from beginning of the 2021. But I think around um, September of 2021, I start to learn about NFTs. And after some times learn about NFTs, I noticed that okay, maybe this project I run it right now, the 365 days, maybe I can convert this to a NFT collection. So yeah, so this is the first project, uh, the first collection I published to NFT because I was, I think uh, it was a great idea have this as a huge collection uh, of NFTs. But yeah, so uh, I I didn't start a project to create an NFT, I started a project to encourage my students. And uh, uh after some time, okay, uh, this can be uh, an NFT collection and uh I can see how it works then. So and How did it work
0: then? So did did somebody or lots of people buy the collection like the 365 days practicing. Like I yeah, how did it work? I I don't understand.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's uh, actually this is a funny story because um, at the first, because you know, uh, I I was trying to find new ways uh, to make money because uh, sometimes we, we don't have enough commission from the clients, and uh, in, in also the dream. I, I think the dream of all the freelancers, is I'd like to have passive income, like a magical stuff, like I create something <laughs> and publish. And then this start to make money uh, uh, without need to work. But uh, we, we know that <laughs> doesn't work like that. But uh, I remember um, in 2021, a friend of mine published an NFT collection and make like a million dollars with that collection. It's, it's, it's totally crazy. Like uh, she published an NFT collection, and uh, like a couple of minutes, uh, that collections uh, sell out. And uh, yeah, so she make like a five, like five million dollars with an NFT collection. It's a crazy, totally crazy. And and when I saw that, oh, I need to do an NFT because. <laughs> 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 Because maybe yeah, I, I, of course I, I of course I know I knew that time that it's really really hard that happened again. But uh, when I start to understand NFT, I noticed that okay maybe this can be possible to 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 make some income from this because in the in the basic it's just selling my work like selling prints, but uh, it's a it's a digital. It's easy to to sell then. To, to, to sell prints because, for example, the system, um, the mailing, uh, how, how do how I call this the 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 the, sh- the the shipping the shipping work in Brazil is is, is terrible, you know. Right. So mm-hmm. it's so expensive to, to send a print uh, from my city to a city in the north of Brazil, for example, and so usually hard to to do this. Uh, sell this physical print because this our system of shipment uh so what okay selling digital digital project is easier so uh, that was the the first stop so i thought that time okay i have a big audience on instagram i have a big audience on uh behance and uh i remember that time i received a mail from behance talking about okay after now you can publish your nft on behance so when i saw behance talking about nft i I thought okay now is it serious because nft nft come to behance too so i i need to i need to learn about that so i remember that okay so i have a big audience baby and maybe it will be easy for me to sell NFT because I have a big audience, so that's the huge mistake I made. I made because uh, NFT words, uh, NFT word, it's another word, totally not another word. So usually people, my audience from Instagram, like I don't know, maybe more than ninety percent, ninety percent don't care about NFT. Some some people hate NFT also. So, my audience uh, was not ready to buy my nft so i need to to start to create a new audience uh, a new public another problem that everyone usually uh, most the community uh, like used to to buy or sell nft everyone is on um, twitter it's not on instagram not on behance not on facebook every everyone is on twitter and my twitter was abundant at that time <laughs> i have i had a twitter account since 2010 but uh, i i didn't care about my account in twitter so i need to try to increase my twitter account that had like just a 1000 followers at that time so yeah so when i published the the collection i didn't get any sales because i i i <laughs> I, I didn't have Collectors that time. Interesting. Yeah. So like I need to start from the zero again from this world because uh, n- n- no one knows who, who, who was Jackson Alves in this NFT world. So I need to start connecting people, meeting people and uh, show my work as a beginner. Uh, uh, totally from the zero. You know, I-, I published my collection, I think, in November to- 2021. And I just got my first, uh, actually, I, I got the one sale in the December, but it's uh, another another thing. It's just uh, like a, a, a New Year's uh, card I created at the time. But this collection, 365 uh, days of practicing, my first sell was just in February uh, two thousand two. So like three or four months after I, I published that. I I got my first sale. So it's it's not easy to to sell because I remember I need to as I told uh, I need to uh work hard on my Twitter like every single day publishing my Twitter and connecting people talking with people and uh Twitter uh, has that uh you know that spaces you have on Twitter like uh, people it's a audio audio channel like yes. uh house yeah so yeah. I need to start to enter these spaces to introduce my work. Like hello, people. I Jackson Alves. I calligraphy and letter artist. I create this kind of work. This is my work. So yeah, it was a hard work to <laughs> to try to get my first sales. But it it worked in final because uh, I remember for uh, February and March, two thousand twenty two. I I didn't get enough commission that time so i could pay my bills from the the month of february to march only with my nft sales that time so uh lucky <laughs> i could i could get some sales and that month and uh, that helped me uh but also it's hard to keep this the same income on NFT. so i need to always create something new and i need to uh Interaction with the community every single day, and uh, of course, this NFT is not my my main income yet. It's my the commission is the main income. The second income is my online classes, and NFT my third income nowadays. But uh, I I believe that it can be increased, uh, can be better um, because I think the technology is great. I think in the future maybe uh, because uh, there's a lot of uh, scan in the NFT space that a lot of uh, people try to to make easy money, but uh, there are also uh, real people, people that uh, really wanted to help other people, people that really uh, want to help art, uh, artists to pay your bills. So I think if after some time, uh, we can have some more um, regular to to have a, a, a new a new way to income. I think that. But it's hard. It needs a lot of work to to get it for sales. Yeah,
0: interesting. Um, what would you say has been the most challenging thing of being freelance?
1: Of course, yeah, like getting enough uh, work, it's always a challenge. I know some people like to work as a freelancer and maybe, I don't know, maybe... Uh, his wife or maybe his husband or his partner uh, has a regular job so they have like regular income and the freelance income but in my case it's just my income that pay the bills in my house so yeah uh, have a regular income I was a challenge but another thing i think is a challenge and uh, you work alone every single day because i work in my home i i'm 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 actually not alone. Alone, I have my wife, I have my daughters. But like uh, sometimes, I think you miss the the connection with another professional. Like when I work in a studio designer, for example, you have a lot of uh, another people work with you, another creat- uh, creatives, another uh, I don't know all all the, all the kind of professionals, and this mix of professionals always is good to create a, a, a good work to uh increase your career stuff like that so i think it's a challenge to work by yourself and uh but yeah uh, it's possible to 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 do something to to help with that like we we'll have uh a group uh um, i i don't know if you guys use um uh in in europe like uh, the uh, the app uh, whatsapp do you do you know this app yeah 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 Brazilian love this web <laughs> <WhatsApp>. <laughs> so uh, we have lot a, a, we have a lot of groups in whatsapp and a lot of professional groups in whatsapp so we have like uh, a Brazilian huge group of the all the kind of professionals that work with typography uh, we call this type b r uh, so. We have a lot of small groups, so with calligraphy groups, I think this group help us to not feel alone. Like you can send maybe I can create something, I can send so to my friend to my friends and say, oh, uh, what do you think about that? And uh, maybe I can have some feedback on my work, and I give feedbacks on the work of my friends. So that helped a little bit to deal with this challenge of work by yourself alone every single day. Yeah. Now, Jackson, I always do
0: this thing. Well I asked for three facts about yourself to make two true and one a lie and let me figure out the lie what do you have for me
1: okay first one uh, I used to cycle around 400 kilometers or I think it's around 250 miles a week second one I almost became a bodybuilder <laughs> <laughs> right Uh, And the last one, it's uh, I almost became a professional soccer player. Oh, wow.
0: Okay, Why did you cycle so much a week?
1: Like just for fun or because you had a really long commute? Actually, when I started cycling, uh, I was not going to the gym and and doing nothing to my, (laughs) my health in that time. And I remember I went to the doctor. And uh, the doctor said, okay, Jackson, there's a problem with this. I don't know the name, but yeah, here's a problem. So you need to decide. You need to avoid eating a lot of pizza, a lot of bread, (laughs) and uh, drink a lot of beers, uh, or you need to start doing exercise. And I thought, okay, I don't want to stop my beer, <laughs> so, <laughs> I, okay, okay, I, 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 I came back to to do exercise that time. I remembered because I was that almost almost forty. I think okay, uh, I think it's not a great idea to start running at at, at that age. Uh, I was talking with my wife and uh, she said, cycle is a great kind of exercise and uh, start cycling. The problem is that. I, I'm i a very, very competitive person. I noticed that I need to to circle a lot in the week and uh, to get better and better and better. And baby start to do a competition. I start to increase my, my rides every single week. And uh, after some time, I was doing this crazy stuff like cycling around 250 miles a week. So that's the reason. I was sick. The only way to get better is keep my ass on the bike <laughs> a lot of hours <laughs> in the week so okay yeah that sounds true so a bodybuilder i remember my brother start uh, starting doing go to the gym every single day and uh i was single at that time uh, i was young also so i remember my brother started to to get in shape with the go to the gym every day and uh he started to to how can i say, how can i say that uh, make, make success with the, the girls, you know. <laughs> so, <laughs> I remember, so, I saw that, and I say, I, I, for, I remember I had a friend that time, like, she, uh, met my, my brother for the sub, the first time, said, Oh, your brother is, is cute, he's, uh, he's handsome. But, you know, it's just because, uh, he was in shape that time. So, okay, okay, I started to, to go to the gym with my brother. And, uh, <laughs> You know, it's a problem I have in my life because after some time, okay, I, I, I need to get stronger, I need to get bigger and bigger. And uh, I started doing, going to the gym like twice in a week, and after that, three times and four times. And uh, I remember in, the, in the, the, the last time as I was, uh, we used uh, to go to the gym like six days in a week. I I I didn't go to the weekend in the Sunday because the 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 gym is not open the Sunday. <laughs> and uh yeah it was crazy crazy time. All right.
0: So the third one was that you nearly became a professional soccer player.
1: Yeah. So did you play for a team? Yeah, almost actually because when I was a kid, uh I have uh like two passions. I usually love drawing. I love playing soccer with my friends on the streets. As I said, I always try to get better, get better. So I usually every single day after school, during the day, I play soccer on the street. And during the night, uh, I draw. (laughs) And uh, yeah, so after some time, uh, I think I was about uh, 12 years old. I made a test for a professional team and... uh, I try uh once and I tried second and second I, I actually passed in the test but I live that time in a small city in the, the state of Sao Paulo and uh if you pass in the test you need to go to Sao Paulo to to play in the team as uh, with another people like uh but I was young like uh, 12 years old and uh my family uh, don't have money to send me to Sao Paulo to stay in this team because uh, with that age uh, it's a great great cha- uh, how can I say that uh, it's a great opportunity to choose to, to to enter this team but you 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 can't uh, you, you don't have money you, you, you don't make money that time you need to stay playing the team start doing the competition every everything you with another, uh, I don't know, thousands. I don't know how many uh, kids are playing too. So like, it's it's not a guarantee if you go to this thing with that age that you actually will be a, a success, uh, professional uh, soccer player. So I had to make a decision. Like okay, like with my family, uh, can we afford? Uh, to Jackson to go to Sao Paulo and stay there to try to be in the in the future uh, better and better and maybe become a great uh, soccer player. But uh, the answer was, uh, yeah, no, <laughs> I don't have money to to send Jackson to Sao Paulo. So, yeah, so I, I need to give up the soccer stuff and uh, just keep the uh, drawing stuff, the illustration stuff. Yeah, because... Uh, I, I can't keep it dry in my city. It's not necessary to go to Sao Paulo. <laughs>
0: oh, this is so hard. All three of these sound true. So, which is the lie? Um... I... <laughs> they all, they've all got so much detail. All right, bodybuilder. You did laugh a lot when you first said bodybuilder, and yet the story sounded so true. Cycling and football maybe you've just picked soccer because brazil is famous for soccer but there again equally that makes that story sound so true i'm uh, no do you know what i'm gonna say the bodybuilder even though they all sound really true i'm gonna say the bodybuilder is the lie
1: (laughs) no you're wrong (laughs) Oh. the bodybuilding stuff is it's 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 true it's true the, what's the lie <laughs> the football the soccer is is the lie i oh. i actually i actually always hate soccer in my life <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: well well done
0: oh man i was feeling so sorry for you you couldn't go to sao paulo <laughs> oh. all a lie amazing um jackson if you could tell your younger self one thing about being freelance
1: what would that be um i think the first one is never be shy like you need to be shameless and to go after your dreams because if you believe yourself yeah it's another another thing i i, I can tell like uh believe yourself it's very important. You need to believe yourself because uh, if you don't believe yourself, who know, who more will you believe? So you need to believe yourself and never be shy uh, to go after uh, your dreams. And uh, also a really important thing <laughs> I I could tell uh, my young uh, younger part of myself: study English uh, for real. Like uh, try to find a way. To study English because communication English uh, I think it, it was the harder part in my professional life always because uh, um, I tried to study English in, in the uh, when I was young but uh, I am um, my family uh, doesn't have money to, to to keep me in my uh, English school because uh, in Brazil it's kind of uh, expensive that time uh, so uh, I didn't study English in my um, uh, when I was young. And uh, I just start actually to the English when I start getting this communication with the another countries because this my my last phase of the freelance. So uh, it's always a challenge. It's our challenge, uh, and uh, you know that because for example now I can speak in English. I can communicate, I can uh, enter in the like uh, meeting with the clients. Every, everything, but. Uh, it's only possible because after some time working as a a freelancer, uh, uh, I used to communicate with my clients uh, by mail. So by mail is easy, but uh, I started taking uh, uh, English classes uh, after thirty, actually. But uh, was not enough to communicate in person, like to to enter in a meeting. Uh, so. Uh, I spent like almost two months in San francisco and 2040 to improve my communication in english so yeah so I think it's very important it's it's easier if you start when you, uh, when you uh, you are young so uh, if I can back to the time i i try to find another way to study English because it's uh something that keep my life easier in the future
0: <laughs> Uh well jackson i think your english is great and i'm so glad uh, that you took time out to chat today thank you so much and as jackson mentioned he's a dad as well as a freelancer and i do another podcast called doing it for the kids that's for freelancing parents if you enjoyed this one open your podcast app and go follow doing it for the kids as well but for now jackson thank you so much all the best being freelance <laughs> thank you absolute pleasure chatting to jackson hope you enjoyed that give jackson a follow go find him uh, via the links at beingfreelance.com where you'll find 298 other episodes of this podcast next week is episode 300 and i hope to see you for that in the meantime you have a great week being freelance